0: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson.
1: Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? Going well. We got Labor Day in the books. We got the season (laughs) very soon. I'm pretty psyched up. I was gonna say it's it's week one. We're here. We made it. We've got
0: football in just uh, just two days now. Two days away. We've here at uh, here at Locked On Dynasty. We still have some teams to preview, though. That's what we're going to be doing uh, the rest of this week, leading up to kickoff on Thursday. Matt, let's get right to it. We've got the Seattle Seahawks to talk about. They've got a new offensive coordinator. It, it seems like uh, expectations are really as high as as they've ever been for this offense. Basically, not because of any new players or any changes there, but just because of this coaching staff. Um, we we thought last year was going to be the year that we finally saw Russ Cook, and and it seemed like Seattle and that coaching staff let him do that for the first half of the season. And then really the the wheels fell off at the midway point. Russell Wilson was the quarterback one DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett were the top two fantasy wide receivers. And in the, in the back half of the year, really they just stopped producing. I I don't know what happened. It's, it's hard to really explain it, but it's, it's happened now two years in a row. So with this, with this change, with this, the new offensive coordinator formerly, uh, I believe formerly, with the Rams, right? Uh, what are your expectations
1: for this team? Mine are super high, to be very honest with you. I mean, deep down, I think Russell Wilson is a great, great player. I think their offensive line and Carson are good enough. I think adding Eskridge and Everett... Really, give them some periphery receiving options to go ra- along with one of the best pairs in the league and Lockett and Metcalf complement each other really well and it, as the season went on, I think they got a little too easy to figure out. It was teams were just taking away the deep ball, you know taking a a lot of two deep shells, and this team didn't attack the middle of the field very well, and I think it needed another receiver, and they went out and got two. And they don't have to be superstars. I mean, Lockett and Metcalf are going to handle that. But I think the new coaching change is going to be big. I know some people are going to, under the assumption that Pete Carroll isn't going to let Russ Cook. I'm not sure that's true. I just think he realized that the the offense kind of broke as the season went on. And now it's time to fix it.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of dynasty managers who are invested in, uh, namely in those receivers, but in Russell Wilson as well. Uh, I I know that they're hoping that you're right, that that they do fix it, that we see, uh, really, we see that same level of production from the first eight weeks last year uh, throughout the entire 2021 season. If that happens, I do think we'll see uh, DK Metcalf return to if not the wide receiver one overall, at least at least a top three dynasty wideout. I did want to ask you, you mentioned Dwayne Eskridge. That was, uh, along with the signing of Gerald Everett, that was probably the most notable move they made on offense was drafting Eskridge. Uh, spend, a, spend an earlier pick on him than, than most expected uh, there on day two. I guess I was surprised because it did feel like this team needed a third wide receiver. You know, David Moore had been fine, and and they had kind of pieced that together over the years, but uh, didn't have a a clear wide receiver three after the two stars. But I heard a lot of talk that Eskridge should be viewed as, as the replacement for Tyler Lockett. I don't know. I, I mean, mm. to me, Lockett is, he, he's very inconsistent. He he gives you those one or two monster games every year. But overall, he, he's a solid dynasty wide receiver too, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't feel like we need to talk about him being replaced yet. Have, have you heard that talk? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it's a good one to talk about because, you know, I wanted to ask you, why is Tyler Lockett so dirt cheap in Dynasty right now? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, he's yeah. in the doghouse. And you mentioned the word inconsistent, and he is for fantasy. You know, 20 points this week, 6 points this week, 22 this week. We know how those that goes. But I bet if you ask Russell Wilson or Matt Harmon, is, is Tyler Lockett inconsistent on a down-by-down basis? I think the answer is no. I think he's an exceptional football player that gets open with great regularity. So I don't think he's being pushed out. But he's obviously older than Metcalf. And, you know, receivers like Metcalf don't grow on trees. You're not going to pick up his replacement. You know, so he's closer to Lockett than Metcalf. And we know that Lockett's not going to last forever. But Eskridge isn't the youngest guy as a rookie either. I mean, I don't think next year it's going to be Eskridge and Metcalf, if that's your question, but maybe three years from now.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair, and, and I don't think so either. You make a good point there that uh, Eskridge is, is not so young himself, especially, uh, you know, compared to other rookies. So, um, yeah, that that feels like a risk, honestly, to me, spending that pick on Eskridge uh, looking. I believe he, he was drafted ahead of Terrace Marshall. Um, man, if you, if you oh. put Terrace Marshall in, on that team instead, I feel a lot a lot different about this offense.
1: Yeah. I can't agree more. I mean, I, I think Marshall's a better football player.
0: Yeah. It was, That's it, still, I don't know. I guess there were some injury concerns. Maybe there was some, uh, I don't know, personality or attitude concerns about Marshall. I, I don't get it. Still, you know, we'll see, yeah. uh, we'll see how it plays out, but, uh, he's a player I would want on my dynasty teams for sure. I'm not so sure. I'd say the same thing about, Dwayne Eskridge.
1: He's never going to be a high volume slot guy. In right. my opinion. Right, you know. Yeah.
0: Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about
1: the New York Jets. First, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action as well. Uh, Before the next pitch, head over to Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device. Very easy to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. 50%. When you going to use our locked on, locked on promo code, locked on, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
0: All right, Matt, we are back. We are previewing the 2021. Uh, NFL season team by team. We're nearing the end of that, of course, as the NFL season kicks off in just a couple of days. Uh, we've got a couple teams left here to talk about over the next two or three days. And the next one uh, on our list is the New York Jets. So many changes for this team this offseason, especially from a fantasy or dynasty perspective. You look at their at their depth chart. Zach Wilson, the the second overall pick, of course, is going to be their starting quarterback. Uh, Michael Carter, uh, I guess we can expect a a running back by committee early at least, but uh, no one would be surprised if if the rookie running back from North Carolina, Michael Carter, eventually uh, climbs to the top of that depth chart at running back. Their top two wide receivers are brand new Corey Davis via free agency, Elijah Moore from the draft, and uh, they don't have a ton to talk about it tied in, but they did replace their starter there. They signed Tyler Croft. They shipped off Chris Herndon, one of those guys we always kind of had hopes for. He never really got it done. He's gone now. So basically this entire uh, group of uh, of offensive skill players are brand new and, and really they needed to be. It it had been a, a rough patch to say the least for the Jets. Uh, had spent some high picks on... Uh, on uh, on many players, Sam Darnold m- m- most notably, and, and hadn't gotten much out of out of him, out of them altogether. I think the stigma of, of the Jets and really just how bad they've been and Adam Gaze and all of those things have kind of played against this group of, of young players and, and newcomers to the Jets this offseason it feels like overall all these guys are being undervalued mm-hmm. um, compared to their peers is that your take on it and specifically who would you be targeting in dynasty
1: yeah and that's something that bothers me in this business and you know this I'm sure it's true with all sports I just don't know the other sports well enough but the Jets stink they'll always stink the Browns think they'll always stink you know that That has nothing to – the past has nothing to do with Zach Wilson and Robert Salah and Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, there's there's Mm -hmm. a new guy in charge in the front office and in the coaching ranks and at the quarterback level. I mean, it's wholesale changes which needed to happen, and I'm not implying some carryover of culture doesn't exist from the the years before. That is, and ownership has something to do with that too. But I'm excited about this group. I mean, I love that they've dedicated major resources to the offensive line. First-round picks the last two years there. Go grab Morgan Moses. You know, those type of things. And they're making Zach Wilson's life as easy as possible. Um, The running back situation, you know, we kind of just touched on a little I think what's really going on there is is Michael Carter is not trusted in protection. You know, we saw mm. all those guys come in the league last year. Dobbins, Taylor Swift. I haven't been able to do that in a while. And, and you know, those <laughs> type of dudes. And they didn't come in the league barn burners because they couldn't prove themselves in preseason in protection. Well, I think there's some of that going on with Carter, except he's had more opportunities to do it. But Javante Williams was the better pass protector at North Carolina. Like, that might keep Carter... Off the field, or just make him a specialty player. So that backfield to me is a little toxic, at least for this year. I want whoever they get next year.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, and we've talked about this a lot, really over the years. And I actually just mentioned it on the DLF Dynasty podcast as well. If if you're rebuilding a team, and and we, I would say the same thing in Dynasty. Certainly, running back should really be your your last priority, and NFL teams should honestly view it the same way they look at their quarterback they look at their at their wide receivers their offensive linemen as as players that hopefully can give them you know as much as 10 years of production and uh-huh. and uh, barring finding the next frank gore or i guess maybe maybe that's frank gore jr here in a couple <laughs> years um you're not getting 10 years from from most running backs so um not spending uh, you know, a high pick, not spending a lot of free agent money on the the position is a move I like. I mean, they they've got Ty Johnson and Lamichael Pirine from last year. Josh Adams, I think, is still there as well. Of course, they they bring in Carter and they also sign Tevin Coleman. So, um, it, it sounds like you're not quite there on Michael Carter yet. Are no. you? Are you taking a chance on on Tevin Coleman because he is certainly. Dirt cheap, maybe even on waiver wire uh, of shallow dynasty leagues, and and on the waiver wire in
1: some redraft
0: leagues too. I would assume.
1: Maybe Uh, I mean big picture. I meant to say this before: is if I were rebuilding a team, the last piece of the puzzle would be a running back, and I think the Jets obviously agree with me. You know that they might be a year, might be two years. Then maybe they'll go get their back. Then you know it doesn't have to be a super high pick. Coleman is interesting because. Shanahan people love him Mm -hmm. (laughs) they just they love him they keep signing him they keep giving him chances he fits this system extremely well so I think he gets opportunity but I think I trade him after week two when he has 125 yards and five catches before he gets hurt yeah I mean the second you could get any that, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, two third rounders in in dynasty. I mean, is that is that too cheap? Obviously, I think no. if you can get a second, it's a, it's an easy sell. Two thirds. I'm not sure he gets there. Two thirds you would take for him. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I am excited to see this Jets offense this year. Um, I think Zach Wilson has been undervalued. As I said, I think Elijah Moore has been undervalued a little banged up through preseason, which is. Uh, I guess helped him stay. M- maybe uh, I was say the same uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, Maybe stay at a reasonable cost. But I, w- when those guys are both healthy and on the field, I, I can't wait to see them uh, connect and and you know maybe bring some some excitement, bring some life to this Jets offense.
1: Oh, I think so. I mean, I'm. We'll get to our draft at the end, but I'm a l- large, large uh, Elijah Moore fan. Um, absolutely love them. Just had my redraft league over the weekend with buddies and I was able to get them late because nobody's seen him in the preseason. But I mean, I believe the reports, they were so strong. I love them coming out of school. And I wonder, is Corey Davis a smidge overrated just because of what we saw in the preseason? You know, anytime he's out there, he's targeted like crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there was a lot of talk about him certainly. And, and, you know, after those preseason games and, um, he got so much work, so many targets, but I didn't, I didn't see his ADP spike too much. Maybe it did in redraft, but I, I didn't see the price change in dynasty okay. too much. So I think there's, there's still some doubters, whether they're doubters uh, of Corey Davis specifically, or again, just, uh, wanting to avoid this jets team, uh, Either way, I think Corey Davis is, it can still be had at, at a pretty decent price okay. in Dynasty, and, and I don't mind targeting him either, assuming that's the case. I, I would definitely prefer Elijah Moore of the two, though.
1: I agree. I agree. I think he has more Dynasty value for sure. The redraft value I think is debatable, but I think mm-hmm. it'll become pretty clear that he's the better redraft player before long.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think I agree with that as well. Matt, you hinted at it. We end each of these preview shows with a mini mock draft. We draft eight players from the two teams. Uh, we got a pretty good group to draft between today uh, from the Seattle Seahawks and New York Jets, and we will do that after this
1: break. All right, let me take a chance here. You know, a little time out of our to talk about RockAuto.com. Um, they've been a really good. Good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, at a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So, a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate, uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for, 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 for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How how Did You Hear About Us box. They know that we sent you. That's Locked On. Two words. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Folks, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. Uh, It's called Direct Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows, whatever you want, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and the mess and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Um, you can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Thanks so much.
0: Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt, we're back. It's time for our mock draft, Seahawks and Jets only. I think it's probably your turn to have that top overall pick. Okay. We'll, we'll snake it from there. Uh, we are drafting, again, obviously based on dynasty settings and based on super flex settings as well, where we see those quarterbacks worth so much more than in a typical one quarterback league. Who's your guy at the 101 Jets and Seahawks only.
1: Yeah, and with with some respect to some guys here that I'm high on from these this pair of teams, it still has to be Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, he's a redraft target for me in a big way. I'm expecting a monster season from him. I think he has a lot of football left in him. I'm taking Russell Wilson easily.
0: All right. Um, so I've got two picks here. I agree with the, with the Russell Wilson pick in this format, although I don't think his... His teammate is too far behind him, so mm-hmm. I'll take D.K. Metcalf at two overall, and I will go, again, because of these settings, super flex, quarterbacks worth so much more, I'll go with the rookie, Zach Wilson, at three.
1: Totally agree. I would have done the exact same thing. I thought they were pretty easy decisions. Uh, it shocked me when I did rookie drafts a while ago how cheaply you could get Wilson, and that's starting to change quickly, but yeah, uh, Zach, not, not Russell. Um, do I get two here? I can't remember. You I get think two. So.
0: The, the four and five are yours.
1: Good because I did not want to choose <laughs> between Lockett and Elijah Moore. I, I really was over here struggling, going, if I got to pick between these two, who am I taking? Because I l- really like Lockett. He's a. If you listen earlier, he's a, a target for me, and I adore Moore. And he's younger but less proven. So I'm just going to pick them both, and you know, be very happy about it.
0: Yeah, you get the easy way out there. Yeah, not having to make the choice. Do um, you have a preference? I, I would t- You know, you know me. I'm I'm going to take the the younger guy okay. in almost every case. Uh, I do certainly expect uh, Tyler Lockett to outscore Elijah Moore uh, this season, probably over the next two seasons. But ultimately, I I would prefer more in dynasty. But I'm I'm with you. They're close. That's okay. They're yeah, very yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I agree.
0: All right, two picks here for me. I think I am going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to take both of the running backs. I'll take Chris Carson. We didn't talk much about him. He's been a, a hot topic in the redraft community as we've seen running backs suffer these these preseason injuries. We've seen some questionable situations as far as, um, you know, like when is the rookie going to take over? I'm thinking about San Francisco. I'm thinking about the same team we're talking here about. uh talking about today with the the New York Jets and all of that is has boosted Chris Carson's short-term stock and and I I don't know if the dynasty community is called up I think he's still pretty undervalued in dynasty but I'll go with Carson and I'll go with the rookie Michael Carter at six and seven
1: okay again I think that leaves me an easy final choice with Corey Davis um I mean he's just coming off his first contract I didn't say glowing things about him, but I didn't mean it that way. I think he's a quality player. I mean, I think he's clearly over Eskridge, Mims, Crowder, Everett. So I'm going with Davis.
0: Yeah, we didn't didn't even talk about Mims. The day two pick from uh, a year yeah. ago has obviously just fallen down that death chart. I, I, I kind of honestly thought he might get cut when when the final cutdowns were announced last week i I thought there was a chance that uh if not cut that he maybe even would get traded for a late pick let somebody else take a chance on him but for now he's on that roster we'll see if he can can get on the field and and regain some value both uh both to the to the jets and in
1: dynasty i'd love for him to get traded
0: yeah yeah that'd be a great thing for him i think at this point that is it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.